And now a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Mosh Pit Podcast is brought to you by G. Edward Martin. The Mighty East Sox, a supernatural mystery novel by G. Edward Martin, follows the journey of James Roslin, a broken man wrestling with his own personal struggle, regret, and trying to rectify his own perceived mistakes. James recruits the help of his older brother, Alan, to travel with him in search of an elusive village concealed deep in the north woods of Wisconsin so they can properly honor their recently lost grandfather and recreate a trip he had taken decades earlier. However, when the two brothers find the concealed village on the Ojibwe Reservation, they quickly discover the elusive town and its people, landscape, and stories are much more than they seem. The story is told from James's perspective as he recounts the events from five years earlier where he rediscovered love, reconnected with faith, became obsessed with catching an impossible fish, and found himself as an essential character in the concluding scene of a centuries-old legend that he could not see or understand as it was unfolding around him. The Mighty Esox is now available on Amazon.com in ebook, paperback, and full-color hard copy format. Link in the description below. And be sure to check out more stories from Mr. G. Edward Martin. From the Stereo Sound Record Studios, this is the Mosh Pit Podcast. Here is the host, Wes Everett, bringing you the best in new alternative rock and roll.
Luscious Diamond Ring. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. I am your host, and I am here with Steve from the Word 66, all the way from Vegas. How you been, man? I've been great, Wes. It's great to see you again, man. Thanks a lot for having me on. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to chatting again. I know it's been a gap and, you know, life. We'll just call it life. <laughs> yeah, we can go with that for sure. <laughs> so what is... Well, actually, before I get into that, how's the weather out there? Are you guys roasting? Is it warm? We're getting there. It's it, uh, It's been about 98, I'd say, oh, wow. pretty much every day. And as the summer is hitting, you know, we always reach around 115, 117, you know, somewhere around there, which yeah. kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all can keep that over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my favorite time of the season. <laughs> no. And you know, over here in Atlanta, it, I think today's been above average. It's been like 85 today, give or take. But the past couple of weeks, it's been mid-70s, even lows down in the 60s. Oh, that's fantastic. It is such that. a great summer. Yeah. Actually, in, this, in, the, um, in the evening, it's been cooling down a little bit. It's been getting like in the high 70s. That's not bad. So, yeah. So, when the summertime comes and it's like 115, at 12 o'clock at night, it's still 115. Mm -hmm. it don't have cool shade down. trees out there <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't cool down at all uh, uh no i'm i'm good with my atlanta weather that you know it could be 102 or it could be 55 at the beginning of may so who knows <laughs> i love it sounds great i'm moving there <laughs> <laughs> come on out all right uh, I'll, I'll stay i'll stay in your spare bedroom for a while if that's okay with my dogs I got a couch here at the studio, man. You got everything you need right here. Walking distance of town, too. Oh, great. I'll bring my three dogs with me and we'll we'll have a party. There you go. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean I get free concerts, right? Of course. Yeah, I'll do them in your living room. I love it. I love it. Let's book it. All right. <laughs> so let's talk about what you guys got going on. You just dropped the new single. Um, you know, walk us through recording that, putting it together. The recording process took actually a pretty long time. So we we record in this uh, studio that's pretty busy. So unfortunately, we couldn't book a block of time. So we had some stray days that were available. So it was like we would come in one day and then we wouldn't be able to come back in again for like another three weeks or so. And then we go in and we do some stuff and then it would take another month and a half before we can get back in again. So the momentum was kind of uh, hard to keep up for that. It's actually been recorded for a while. And we've had some issues with record labels. And the stuff should have been out a while ago. But at this point in time, we really wanted to release something new because it's been a while. So we decided to release the new single, The Chosen One. And we also did a, a pretty cool video for it as well. Okay. Yeah, that's that's got to be rough, you know, trying to get your momentum and having that much break in between recording. I mean, that's almost like, OK, where'd we get to? Exactly. When you got back in the studio, like, OK, where'd we leave off again? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was doing the solo. OK, <sighs> so, yeah, that was pretty frustrating, actually. But the end product came out great. Our producer, Vinny, he's great at what he does. He's a great engineer. He's a great producer and he's great at mixing as well. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, and, and he gets the best out of you a lot of times, too, which is really important when you're in yeah. the studio. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Now in those blocks when you were when you had the time to be in there, was it, you know, was it one take? Was it okay? Let me go back and do this again. Some of the stuff. Uh, I mean, I have to admit that some of the solos on the record, it took a little time. Yeah. So the the new solo for the chosen one, I mean, it came out pretty cool, but it was. When I got in there, it was like, okay, I've got the solo down. And then when we recorded it and I listened back, I was like, no, that just that just sucks, man. I don't like it. And so I had to do, I, I did like a million takes and it just, I, it, eventually I kind of created a piece here and then created a piece here. And then we kind of, I was like, okay, let me put all those pieces together. And then, it, you know, the finished product happened, but but it wasn't working for a while. Yeah. So that, that can be pretty frustrating in the studio. I can imagine. I mean, especially when you're paying for it, you know? Yes. That, that's the bigger part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like you go to the studio and it's 25 bucks an hour and you go like, okay, yeah, no big deal. All right. It just takes a few hours or whatever. So yeah. the bill runs up quickly. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad everything worked out. I'm glad you guys were able to get it, you know, cut and run and let it breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Because we obviously enjoy playing it on our show. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely, man. So what else is in the works for you guys? Um, I know you mentioned an EP, an album. What um, What's going on with that? So the plan was to put the two EPs. So the new EP is called Rock and Roll Preaching. Mm-hmm. And the first EP we put out was On the Way to the Promised Land, which was the title track of the first EP and song. And we were going to put the two together. So we would have like a full record instead of just a couple of EPs, uh, which might be easier to sell. So that was the plan. And uh, the, the contract ran up on our first label. We were with curtain call for a while and we decided not to renew. So we were out searching for another label and we actually have or had um, five deals offers on the table, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So we were looking at some of the stuff and we decided to go with this one label. And unfortunately, let's just say we were signed for about three weeks. <laughs> so um, we had some issues with the label and the time it was taking for them to get stuff done. So we did confront the label and they got all bent out of shape and they wound up tearing up our contract. Oh, wow. I know. So, so that delayed things even more. And then, you know, we have these other labels, you know, on the table still, and we're trying to decide if that would be the right way to go or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely open. So anyone who's uh, listening to this podcast, <laughs> if you have a really good label out there and you're interested in maybe working with us, please reach out. That'd be cool. Soap Girls, Societies Reject. <laughs>
Yeah, I can uh I can definitely push this around to a couple people, see if you know, see if you guys can come up with at least something that benefits the both of you. Yes. Because there's nothing worse than signing a contract that is heavily tilted toward one side, which is normally the way record labels work anyway, but still. <laughs> yeah. And depending on how many bands are on the label, a lot of times, I think they stretch themselves pretty short. Mm. So they've got a lot of bands on the label. And of course, everybody wants attention and needs attention, mm-hmm. but they don't have the time or yeah. the resources or whatever to make things happen. So you wind up getting lost in the shuffle a lot of times. And um, I would have to say that the first label was kind of like that. You yeah. know, we didn't really get a lot of stuff accomplished. That makes sense. Yeah. So basically I've been pretty much promoting everything myself. Gotcha. And I put in so many hours into this. I mean, it's just like probably like weeks and weeks worth of actual time, you know, because especially during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's all you, you had know, was time. I, yeah. That's, that's all you had was time. So I was spending like literally like 12 hours a day you know, promoting the record and reaching out to people and radio stations. And I was fortunate enough to be able to make a lot of contacts at that time. So I believe that when we send like a new track to a lot of these places, you know, because they get bombarded with new submissions. And I believe that, you know, when they see the word 66, they go, okay, cool. Let's check these guys out because, you know, they always have something of quality. So Perhaps mm-hmm. we get clicked on ahead of a lot of other people. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And plus, you know, you we're part of that generation of, you know, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Yes. <laughs> I've always been that way. I found it to always be that way. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been a self-starter and otherwise I'd get nothing done. Exactly. And if you wait yeah. on somebody else to do something, you get even oh. less done. <laughs> oh, man. I'd have like one of those... uh you know, a ZZ top beard. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you know, when I first started this podcast, I had a team, I had two others with me that we were actually going to start it as a, as a kind of a step up label where each of us, we, I mean, we had business, um, like a, a, basically a business plan. Everything was set, you know, we were a step-up label. We would do the A&R. We'd do all the publications. We'd do everything in-house and build up the bands to push them to the bigger labels. And, you know, and we always said we would never take on more than 10 at a time, which would be, you know, three bands a piece. I think we could handle that. Right. So. But, yeah, the labels that I've been working with, they have, uh, there's, like I said, there's a ton Mm-hmm. of bands on the label um the last one uh that didn't work out too well um they were more of a hardcore label mm-hmm. so um as you know our music really isn't hardcore it's kind of i call it melodic hard rock yeah um even though we do get a lot of radio play on some hardcore stations as well mm-hmm. so you know, we weren't exactly sure how we'd actually really fit in with the label. Right. Because if they wanted us to tour at all with some of these other bands, I don't know how the other fans would accept us. Right. But then again, you don't want to be locked to a label that's Christian label where that's all they have or 
you know, they've got some gospel, let's just call it, and then mm-hmm. some Christian rock. And then, you know, you kind of get stuck in that, that, that hole, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, ideally that it would be great to have two labels, you know, to have one that's a Christian label mm-hmm. and then another one that's a non-Christian label. Yeah. And I would have to say, Wes, that the majority of radio play that we get is non-Christian. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool because that's where the word really needs to be spread. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it says. That's, you know, Hey, you you can have all the people in the same boat or you can get these other people in this other boat. Absolutely. And that's been uh, quite the blessing for us as well. Cool. Well, congrats on that. Thank and, you. Uh, you guys are killing it. I think what you reached out to me, what, 2020 mid pandemic. That was Something the last like time that. we talked, didn't we? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, Dude, that's awesome. I love to hear that you guys are growing, pushing and just killing it. I mean, I'm watching your instas. Y'all are, y'all are doing it. So we're getting there. Oh yeah. Slowly, but surely. <laughs> I had mentioned uh, back on our, our first uh, first time we talked that mm. it was a calling for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I was completely out of religion and actually didn't even pick up my guitar for a really long time. Oh, wow. And I had this calling. I felt that God called me to do this project. And mm. as time has gone by, I'm I'm seeing why, because, again, we do get a majority of radio play from the non-Christian industry. And that's really cool. Right. You know, so it we're is. on, we're on all these stations that are, again, that are pretty hardcore, which we are not, but we're in the metal category though. Mm-hmm. So, so you could still play us on there, but again, we're spreading the word all over. And again, it's, uh, it kind of validates what we're supposed to be doing. Right. And that's, yeah. that's one of the biggest things. I mean, that's, that's just awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Oh yeah. And you know, I enjoy playing you guys on mine cause we're not, you know, we're not a dedicated Christian podcast, but we do have a ton of the Christian spiritual bands. So, and I enjoy playing them. I enjoy listening to them. So the word 66, the chosen one.
Open mind is what a lot of these people need. Exactly. You know, because because there are a lot, and I, I've discussed this before. There's there's a lot of people that when they hear that you're a Christian band, they won't even give you a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't even. I don't know if they think that if they listen to it, they're going to become Christians or they have to become Christians or they open the doorway, you know, for the Jehovah Witnesses to be knocking on their door every day or something and (laughs) soliciting them. I mean, I don't know. But if you listen to our music and you don't know that we're Christian, you wouldn't even know. Right. I mean, I think I think we talked about this on the last one where, you know, you two kind of got labeled a Christian band. Creed got labeled a Christian band. Yes. And, you know, Creed actually pushed against it. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. we're not. <laughs> right. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. And music, I believe music transcends all all of those labels. Yes. You know. And languages as well, because, you know, we get. We're charting all over the world, and some of the stations that we're charting on, um, the people that are listening to to the song probably have no idea what we're saying. (laughs) But the same thing goes vice versa. I know that some of the stations that I listen to Mm -hmm. are also, you know, non-American stations that play us, and the stuff that they play around us, you know, I don't understand, you know, the lyrics because it's in another language, but music is music. Exactly. You could still appreciate what's going on. You know, you, you could still listen to it and you could still rock to it and go, yeah, this is really cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool, man. Well, congrats on the, uh, the spreading and it's, you know, awesome. It is. It's a blessing for sure. So as far as live shows, what do you guys have coming up? What are y'all working on next? We hope to be out hopefully around the fall ish. So we're working on that now. Okay. Um, we do have a new drummer. Oh, okay. So uh, Dave Murray was our original drummer, and he's no longer in the band. Uh, he's been replaced by Lance Crane, uh, who's also been a really good friend of mine for a very long time. I have known this guy. He's probably my oldest friend as well. Yeah. Okay. So we've done several projects together, and uh, he's a great drummer. And uh, like I said, he's a good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years uh, back in New York, actually. So um, I knew him from there and uh, we started playing in bands and stuff together. And it's been a long time since we've played together and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. So, so he's back in the band. Um, Speaking of band members on the new record, rock and roll preaching, we have uh, Danny Miranda who's in queen and blue oyster cult actually playing bass on the new record as well. That's killer. Yeah. That's killer. Yeah. Great bass lines. He's got such a great feel. Okay, cool. So do you have a a rough ETA of when the new album's going to drop, like last quarter of the year or beginning of next? We're looking around there. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. You know, it's depending on the label. You know, I don't really want to release the thing again myself. Right. No, I understand that. Yeah, because, you know, you need the connections that the other label has. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, I've made a lot of connections over the years, but still, there's lots and lots of connections that I don't have, especially labels overseas. Yeah. 
you know, my uh, my knowledge over there is pretty limited. So they can get it to a lot of places that I have no clue about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, even the podcast, it's got decent um, reach out in the UK. But as far as any contacts out there, I, I know a couple of bands and that's really about it. Yeah. So I get it. I so I can imagine with, you know, even being in a band and pushing a new album, trying to get somewhere that either you haven't been in a while or, you know, you don't really know anybody. So, but if there's can anything we, that we can do at the pit, we'd love to, we'd help promote as much as we can. So that's great. I'd appreciate that. Absolutely. We've gotten a pretty good, uh, developed a decent following in like Brazil and UK and Germany and Italy. So um, hopefully, too, we can uh, uh, get out there tour-wise would be very cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That would be a – have you all, Have you been overseas on a tour? Like No. No, at all? Yeah. Okay. No, we have not. Oh, well, then we got to change that. <laughs> I would like to change that. That'd be cool. And by the same token, too, we don't really want to go out on tour, like a long tour. Mm -hmm. I don't want to disappear for like six months at a time kind of thing. Too old for that, man, you know? So I, I, I'm thinking like a couple of weeks at a time would be very cool. Yeah. Go out for I, a couple of weeks and then regroup and then figure out where we're going to go next and then out for another couple of weeks or something as well. Oh, yeah. I think that's totally doable too, so. Yeah, that's cool. that's the plan. Cool. Well, if there's anything that we can do here, let us know. We'll help however we can, so. Okay. Um asking <laughs> <laughs> yes sir and you know um i'm gonna push this podcast i'm probably gonna drop this one in august okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna take july as a break because i haven't had one this year so this will be my probably my return show so everybody's listening hi welcome back <laughs> awesome uh, uh you gonna go anywhere no i'm gonna stay home i'm just gonna kind of regroup and reprocess everything so jana jennings river Come down to the riverlands, howling like wolves in the moonlight. Step back in time with me, darling, watch me brown. Take me far from the airplane noise, from the shining toys that they're building on my homeland. Take me down to the river and let me drown my woes. Summers with the July 
Sounds good. Cool. Everybody needs a vacation of sorts. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let everybody know where they can find you on all the platforms. Well, again, we are the word 66. So the word 66. If you go to our website, the word 66.com. Of course, we're on all the uh, social platforms, your Facebook and your Instagram and your Twitter. On YouTube. Our music can be found on Spotify and Amazon and Deezer and Pandora and all those places. It'd be really cool if you could check us out and we'd appreciate if you can follow us. And if you find us on YouTube, subscribe. Please leave some positive comments. (laughs) Uh, Would be really nice as well. And uh, like I said, you know, we hope to get out there and uh, and play very shortly. We're definitely looking into it right now. Okay. Um, are y'all are y'all looking at the east side over here? Texas, um, Atlanta, Alabama, ten, Tennessee, any of those? Yeah, all kinds of places would be great, and we wouldn't mind doing some festivals as well. Okay. You know, I know we've had some offers with some festivals and. Uh, there's this really cool radio station that plays us in Russia all the time. And uh, it's a rock station. And um, they actually just recently invited us to come down and play. Uh, They got some festival that's coming up and I'm not sure that's a great idea at this point in time. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, I don't really want to disappear. Yeah. You know, so or, or wind up in some kind of jail somewhere that, you know, that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe get out <laughs> in a little while, <laughs> but it's still a hell of an offer though. So that's really awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And uh, we, we just were featured on a podcast in El Salvador also as well. Okay. So that's pretty cool. So our, our reach is getting out there. And uh, anyone, like I said, who's listening, if you can uh, please follow us. And also, if you are a Christian rocker by some chance, I would have to say that the majority of radio play that we get is Mm non-Christian. And for some reason, some of the bigger Christian radio stations are not playing us for some reason. Hmm. And I don't know why I can't figure it out. But if you guys can request our music on some of those places too, that would be really cool. We will do that. We will definitely do that, man. And get you guys some more airplay and get some more followers for you. So yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, dude, I appreciate you hanging out with me. This has been fun. I've enjoyed it. Me too, Wes. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Always a pleasure. And, uh, uh, and congratulations on all your success with the podcast as well. Thank you, sir. It's uh, It's been a long road. 
But, you know, with continued support from guys like you, it means the world. Plus, actually getting to talk to you guys was really awesome. So, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And hopefully we can get out your way soon and uh, go grab a beer. Definitely. Um, tell you what, um, whenever you do get a more of a closer date for the album release, hit me up. We'll do an album release interview for it. That'd be great, man. I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dude, I, again, thank you so much. Thanks, Wes. I really appreciate it, man. I want you to have a, a fantastic little vacation over there. Gonna try to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, get some rest and rejuvenate. Oh, yeah. That, that's <laughs> what I'm looking forward to is coming back and being, you know, bright-tailed and bushy-eyed or however that goes. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> cool, man. Well, good talking to you and uh, we'll you. catch up soon. Hey, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Take care, man. Salad Sage, Big Round Ball.
Stay.